I'm Tammy McCarthy. And I'm Becky Fleischer. We're two soul sisters on the front lines of growth and transformation, getting real about it all. You know, sometimes we're totally in our woo-woo groove, walking on light. Yep. And other times, we lose our footing and end up tripping over those very same rays of sunshine. That's That's woo-woo in the real world. On this show, we're giving you an inside look at all the healing practices and mindfulness that we use and how we integrate them into our lives. Yep, we're talking to interesting people who can help us along the way as we look at some of the woo and wild things that make us go, hmm. We hope that you'll join us. Living Living woo-woo in the real world. Hi, Becky. Hi, Tammy. How are you? I'm good. Good. How's the... the, Yeah. I was going to ask you, what's the most woo-woo thing that's happened to you since we last spoke? Woo-woo. My gosh. Um, Yeah, well, you know, we're always talking about this this journey that we're on, right? Which I guess is really about self-mastery, right? When you think about it that way. And stuff is always happening in our lives, regardless of how on our game we think we are or how like positive mm-hmm. energetically we are, you know, there's always stuff coming at us because it's life. Yep. So I've had a lot of that happening and um, <clears throat> I recently met and was introduced to this guy. Um, he goes by the name of Yuj, which stands for Your Universal Journey. That's what we're on. And this term apparently is about unifying your own energy and recalibrating the energy centers of your own body, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so Yuj does a lot of energy work working in sound. And so I had an energy alignment session with him. So I have to think about all these words and what these things are called. Right. Um, And it was so powerful, right? And I know you've done sound work as it relates to your chakras, right? Yep, we're gonna talk about that, yep. Okay, because um, I've actually, it was the first time I ever had a session like that where someone was working with my energy field based on what was coming up in my energy field but chanting and using sound, and each sound was related to each energy center, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that was a way to either work with it or move it out or call other aspects in that needed to be fortified or, you know. So a lot that came up for me this week in that woo-woo session was like, I need to work on my foundation. So there was a lot of root chakra and a lot of sacral chakra stuff coming up you know now before you did that did you feel like you had stuff in the I knew it that it, you knew okay. I know it I know it and um, you know a lot of the work that I've been doing lately with myself and my energy has all been um, on my solar plexus right and um, and that's been really powerful for me you know sometimes I feel it's like energetic whack-a-mole it is. That <laughs> it's is like you're so working on this true. thing over here, and then oop, you got to get that thing over there, and then and that thing over there, and this thing up here. <laughs> yeah. Right. Very much. Very much. So, what about you? Yes. What's the most woo-woo thing for you? It's very similar. It's interesting because I feel like this last month in mm-hmm. particular has been supercharged. Well, I mean, okay, so let's talk about that, please, because, because it's supercharged. <laughs> 
What's going on? What well, we have happening? like 40 million planets in retrograde. That's true. Or six, but still, that's, that's a lot. That's the equivalent of 40 million yeah. when we're talking what they do. And so, uh -huh. so we have that going on. We have yeah. the seasons changing, yes, which always mm -hmm. like throws us off, whether it's our immune system, our energy, mm -hmm. you know? And so these seasonal transitions, the stuff that's going on yeah. in the cosmos, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot, it's a lot. Yeah, I decided, gosh, when was it now? I think I've been back for two weeks. I went on this retreat. But I decided to go on this retreat maybe, no, it was 16 days actually. It was 16 days before the retreat because I know this, because <laughs> the refund policy was 15 days. Uh -huh. <laughs> so yeah. when I was signing up, I was like, oh my gosh, you had I have one to be day really, to really sure yeah. because I really only have one day to get my money back. Right. And it was not inexpensive. And mm -hmm. so it was a therapeutic retreat. So mm -hmm. this was not like a spiritually build retreat uh -huh. or anything like that. But I felt like I wanted to try a different modality. I've been so steeped in the spiritual mm -hmm. practices, which are amazing mm -hmm. and have gotten me so far, mm -hmm. like just a lot. Um, but there is something to therapeutic modalities. Sure. And especially when you feel like there's something, yep. you know, I just kind of felt like, I feel like I'm holding on to some bags or mm -hmm. there's, there's something that's kind of hidden that I can't see exactly mm -hmm. what it is, but something's holding me back. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, and I just want to do whatever's necessary to, to kind of clear it. Mm -hmm. So I went to this place. I won't talk too much about it because we're not supposed to talk about it for 30 days. Okay. And I'm still in the 30-day window. That'll be a podcast in 30 days. It certainly will because <laughs> a lot went down there. Um, yeah. It was amazing. It was mm -hmm. incredible. But I understand why they say take 30 days because it, it the work yeah. feels small-ish overall like on the minute by minute while mm -hmm. you're there it feels like is anything really happening like are we right. really getting to anything mm -hmm. then you have like one piece of work which for me was huge yeah it was huge right. and i'm i'm proud of myself because i would never have allowed myself to do this kind of work mm -hmm. even two years ago right i just wouldn't have mm -hmm. opened myself up to do it i wouldn't have allowed myself to be present with the very real and very hard emotions that were coming up mm -hmm. and it's group work and I do not like group work <laughs> so there were like a lot of things at play um, yeah but I, I promised myself I was going to do it and so I did and it was incredible because there in my piece of work a whole package of something came up that I didn't even realize mm -hmm. was sitting there festering mm -hmm. right yep but it was and when I got into it and then I got it kind of through it ah it felt like a huge release. I mean, a huge release. Mm -hmm. And I was super happy because I was worried a little bit that this place was gonna be really like head heavy. Yeah. And I've been working so hard to get out of my head mm -hmm. and to try to flip the yeah. script, like let the heart lead, let the head then do what yep. the heart wants it to do. Um, that I was afraid that they were gonna be too head heavy, but they were not. Mm -hmm. This place, like mm, really well done all the way around. So that happened and then ever since I've gotten back, it's just been like an escalation yeah. of insights and good conversations and hard conversations mm -hmm. and really honest conversations and um, that's amazing. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of that's a lot of woo. And that's a lot of that's a really good point that you bring up because for whatever reason I've become more aware of this terminology and maybe you've heard of heard of it called subtle healing. Right? No. So, and that's what this work really is about sometimes, yes. more often than not, right? So we live in a world of, you know, instant gratification, right? Like, mm -hmm. I've got this happening and I want it solved, or 
you know, I'm feeling this way and I just, you know, I want this thing now, right? Whatever it is. And, um, but with healing, it's different. And there's a lot that goes on in this very subtle way. That's right. right? And so someone had described it to me as, well, you could take a glass of wine and, or maybe two glasses of wine and you're gonna feel a certain way and you might mellow out a little bit and, um, or you could, and then that sort of effects of the wine are done and over, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Or you could take a vitamin, right? And you're not gonna probably feel anything from one vitamin. But if you take the vitamin the next day and the next day and then you're like two weeks into taking the vitamin, maybe three weeks, you're all of a sudden, feel, my energy feels different. Right. I feel more vibrant. I feel that thing that I was taking this vitamin for or supplement um, isn't so much of a problem anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And energy work is a lot like that, right? Some things are going to just bam, hit you in the face. And then other times, like you really have to integrate it and then things start to change or you notice changes, yes. whether it's in yourself or how you're reacting to a situation um, or a conversation or a person. And, um, and so this idea of subtle, subtle healing is something that I've been thinking about a lot, which is basically what you were talking yeah. about. And that is so spot on. I have never heard that phrase before, but mm -hmm. now I'm gonna be using it all the time mm -hmm. because that is completely accurate. That's mm -hmm. such an accurate way to describe this. Yeah. And even with the things when you said sometimes you do have like a bam. I mean, I've had those mm -hmm. moments where you yeah. have these just kind of like whew, yeah. major insights or something really right. incredible happens. Mm -hmm. That's still just one moment in time. I mean, then, yeah. then the so what of that right. really comes into place. So That's what? Right. And then how do you integrate that in your life yeah. is really the process. But mm -hmm. they said, this. I've heard this before actually, that long-term change, like really change that actually is going to stick. Mm -hmm. you, it has to be so subtle. It mm -hmm. has to be so small. And they talk about, um, where, I, where I just came from, this retreat, they talked about you want to make two degree changes. Yep. Like if you go home and make a complete 180, mm -hmm. or if you try to make a 180, that's right. not, this is right. not going to go well. Yep. You want two degree changes. And so they showed us on a map, if a, if a if an airline leaves from Los Angeles mm -hmm. and they just set the degree, they set two planes, they both leave from the same place and they're two degrees apart. Mm -hmm. One lands in like Baltimore and one lands in Boston. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a big difference, right. but it takes time. Yeah. yeah. So these small little changes, right. they are, you know, they add up cumulatively over Absolutely. time. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But for sure that's been my journey. It's, nothing has been swift. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, in terms of all the different tools that we could have in our toolkit, um, I've been really fascinated by sound mm -hmm. and how sound is, and the vibration of sound, um, particularly in this session on Tuesday um, with Yuj, the archetype, there were times when he would be, let's say, at my crown chakra mm -hmm. and it was almost as if there were angels singing. Mm. And it was only him and his voice. And it was unbelievable. Mm. Um, and then there were times when he was around my solar plexus or my heart chakra where the sounds were completely different, right? And sometimes they were really guttural sounding and really low. But there were these very distinct moments 
um, were this kind of operatic, angel singing, mm. and we talked about it in the debrief, and what he was saying is what was happening was he was getting vivid images of kind of like my spirit, spirit guides and my spirit team like congratulating me about all the work that I've been doing, mm -hmm. but also wanting me to take notice of where I may be neglecting work that needs to be done, yeah. right? And so it's just so interesting because also um, I'm always amazed by, you know, when you come out of a session like that, there's so much, there's so many layers to it that you have to process, mm -hmm. right? Which I'm still doing. So that was Tuesday and today's Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. It's almost like a, you could have just come out of it yeah. right now. It's, it it's just, so long it, to it's really yeah. amazing. I mean, this was two and a half hours, right? Wow. And, um, but immediately, there are so many things um, from a kind of spiritual and message standpoint where I'm like all of a sudden I'm, I'm getting these signs or I'm feeling, I'm feeling sensations more strongly, right? Mm. But then you get these tests to see if like you really mastered it. Right. right? Did you get it? Yeah. Did oh, I did. <laughs> I did. I did. And I was like, damn. I know. I don't want to have to do that right now. And also, like, so I, something happened, it triggered me, and I reacted in a triggered state. And yeah. we, we actually had a conversation about it, like Yuj and I. You'll know when you've mastered it when you don't react the same. That's true. Right? That's true. I was like, damn. Yeah. You can tell the shifts, like those subtle, subtle shifts, you can tell those when you don't react the same. I remember that when I first started meditating in yoga. Yeah. That I noticed, I don't know, maybe a month, two months after. I mean, I've talked about this on my previous podcast about yeah. how much I hated that part of yoga. Yeah. I just wanted to go in and do the physical part of right. yoga. And when the more they would make us meditate, it would irritate me. And then slowly I started just, you know, surrendering yeah. to it and saying, right. well, this is part of the class and let me just make the most of it. Let mm -hmm. me just try to do it. And I did, and I did notice, like a couple months in of doing that, all of a sudden, I remember walking, I remember where I was, I was walking up my stairs and my kids were doing, <laughs> I don't even remember what, something that uh -huh. normally would have yeah. sent me over the like, stop it, or you know, whatever edge. And I was just like, I didn't, I handled it completely See? different. Yeah. And I remember thinking in that moment, wow. Wow. That felt so much better. Yes. And how was I able to do that? Mm -hmm. And I thought it has to be the meditation. Like it has to be the meditation. It has to be the meditation, yeah. right? Or whatever tools, right? So we're talking right. about tools. We're talking about tools. And chakras and today. sound, right? Oh, which we both dealt with. So mm -hmm. red for the root chakra. Red That's a red roots. jasper. And these are raw stones, crystals, mm -hmm. right out of the earth like this. Right? These are gorgeous. I love, where did you get these big stones like oh, this? Oh, I'll tell you my secrets. Okay, I like that a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So sacral. This is um, an orange calcite. Mm -hmm. Yes. So this is for the second chakra. So this is yep. for the root chakra, which is mm -hmm. the first chakra, which is at your the base of your spine. Correct. And this is your sacral chakra, lower abdomen. Lower abdomen. Mm -hmm. Right. And oh wait, I missed that one. This one is sacral. Oh, that one's and sacral. And that one, yeah, orange calcite. So this one is red jasper. Mm -hmm. um, this one is the orange calcite, and this is yellow onyx. Okay. Sorry, gotta Great. get my crystals. There you go. So this one is down. for solar plexus. That's solar plexus. Solar yep. plexus, okay. Yep. 
and then we go into the heart chakra. This is green quartz. Mm -hmm. And then we go into our throat chakra. Oh That's blue quartz. Thank you ever so much. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, amethyst for mm -hmm. your third eye. Mm -hmm. Third eye, yep. And then the crown. Crown chakra. Yeah. So basically, like, we, we, so the chakras are the seven energy centers of your body, right? Mm -hmm. And you could either work with all of these colors and stones all at one time, or you could be called to a particular one for your throat chakra, right? Or in my case, what I need to work on right now are my root and my sacral. So I might work on those two and use those in meditation or by placing them on my body. I mean, and each one of these stones, if you notice, has a color, right? Mm -hmm. And you can visualize that color, red for your root, orange for um, sacral, yellow for solar plexus, for example, you can visualize those colors coming into that chakra mm -hmm. to cleanse and activate that chakra. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, those are just some of the ways that you can, you can work with the energy yeah. centers of your body through visualization. But this idea of sound, I'm just like blown away. Like you've yeah. done that work, so right? So I've done that work, yes. And so I can, I can tag on to this. I'm gonna get my little handy dandy notes out. Yeah. Because that's it's this I am no chakra expert so I'm sharing my experience yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all I'm doing yeah, here yeah no of course um so I had to take notes so that I could mm -hmm. remember all the things but I have to say I didn't know anything about crystals I never used crystals that was not part of my woo woo <laughs> world until mm -hmm. when was that you did the crystal workshop was that in May I mean it was probably the spring yeah, yeah May May sounds right I think so yeah so Tammy had this amazing workshop where she basically taught us all about the crystals yeah. and you know what how they to work with them. how to work with them and what they meant and so much smaller not big raw crystals like this I uh, know those are fun though they are fun um, and so I have done I started doing in 2020 yeah it was 2020 through 2021 it was a year-long mm -hmm. process mm -hmm. of chanting the bija mantras mm -hmm. which are the sound frequency that is associated with each chakra mm-hmm to help move that energy along and to heal it. Which is a good point, because if people are looking and watching us going, okay, hold on ladies, right? <laughs> so we talk about these energy centers of the body, which are your seven chakras, right? They have a color, you could work with stones, mm -hmm. they have a sound, mm -hmm. right? And why is this important? This is important because if energy gets stuck in those centers, very often if you don't move it out and it just lingers there, all kinds of stuff can happen, right? Yeah. From an emotional standpoint, from a physical standpoint, mental, causal. So um, it's important because, you know, structurally or physically, um, I have had energy work and uh, let's just say what happened on Tuesday, by moving that energy in the lower energy centers of my body, things like back pain or hip pain wasn't as prevalent, right? Because that energy is creating an environment inside of your body which doesn't feel good. So it could That's be right. chronic pain, it could be inflammation, it could be any other kind of disease. So if mm -hmm. we have any energetic imbalances, it's going to throw something off in some other area of our life yep. and most likely physical. Yeah. And so for me, I was working with my vocal coach. Mm -hmm. And so she works with the chakras mm -hmm. and she has a program called Vocal Transformation. Her name is Marin Azoff. 
which uh, is amazing. She's awesome. Mm -hmm. I hopefully we'll have her in here and have another conversation with us. Um, so she has a, a program which I can tell people about at the end if they're interested in it. But it's not just for singers. That's the big misconception. Yeah. Right. People think, oh, vocal transformation, that's only for people who use their voice for mm -hmm. either acting or projecting or singing or some way. That's not the case. Right. She works with people who have experienced significant trauma, yep. significant trauma in their lives, mm -hmm. and they just can't seem to move past it no matter mm -hmm. how many mm -hmm. therapy sessions they have or things, right. because it's trapped. It's yep. trapped in one of the chakras. Yep. And so she uses this vocal technique of chanting the bija mantras to help it's a vibration. It's a again. vibration. And so to help move that energy along mm -hmm. and get it to release. Yep. So uh, we wanted to just kind of go through. Yeah, okay, yeah, right? yeah. Awesome. All right. So for the root chakra, mm -hmm. this sound is lam. And I'm not going to demonstrate it because it's a specific pitch. Mm -hmm. It's a certain note that no, you yeah. have to chant the lam on. Yep. Uh, and I don't have a tuning fork here. Mm -hmm. And also this is... Um, it's something you do need a, a guide mm -hmm. to help you through to make sure that you're uh, producing the sound right because yeah. there really it does matter. Your posture matters, how you um, how you hold your mouth matters, mm -hmm. how you hold your body matters to, to make sure that it's clear and it's mm -hmm. coming up and it's there are definitely techniques to this. So please, mm -hmm. this is just an overview. This is not <laughs> like how to do it. Yeah. Um, but you, you chant LAM, mm -hmm. and you have to chant it 108 times, yep. so it takes about 30 minutes, mm -hmm. so it is a commitment, and you mm -hmm. have to do it every single day. Mm -hmm. And you really stay on the chakra for as long as you need to. Now, this is why you need a guide. So yeah. I would meet with Marin, and she would tell me, um, you know, mm, it doesn't sound like we're ready to move on, because she can hear qualitatively mm -hmm. in your voice. Mm -hmm. And you can feel it, actually. So I'll, we'll keep going, and I'll give you one. So I do the LAM. LAM was like a slam dunk. That yep. was an easy one for me. I was My root chakra was, like, pretty <laughs> solid. Mm -hmm. um, your root chakra forms between zero and one year old. So this is really about, like, the mother. This is your mm -hmm. purpose. This is, like, your groundedness in Stability. this. Stability. Yeah, mm -hmm. in this world. Yep. Um, the second one, the sacral chakra, mm -hmm. is VAM. So you chant VAM. It's from one to three years old. And this is associated with your father. Mm. So there's a lot of father energy tied up in here. And this is when your mind starts to come into the world. Mm -hmm. So the first one's just your physical body. Yep. And th then your mind starts to come from one to three years old. So VAM. Mm -hmm. Then I got, to, which VAM was fine too, mm -hmm. by the way. Like I kind of breezed through that. I'm like, this is easy. This is great. <laughs> it feels kind of like, you know, yeah. buzzy and good. And, uh -huh. um, then we get to this guy right here, <laughs> the solar plexus. And uh -huh. that one is ROM. And you guys are laughing, probably thinking, these are not hard sounds to make. Let me tell you, when you have to chant them 108 in a specific times way. for sure. Yes. yes. Uh -huh. And in a specific way. Right. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I was sweating. Uh -huh. I, this is, I'm not lying on this one. <laughs> this one, I was like, what the? F I can't get the sound <laughs> out. Like, what the hell is happening yeah. here, right? Uh -huh. I was so frustrated with it. I thought for sure I had it wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm like texting Marin. I'm like, what the hell? I can't. She was like, it's okay. Like, I knew you'd hit one eventually, right, yeah. that, that you were going to get stuck on. Um, that one was really hard for me. And so she had to bring in other techniques to help me. Like, I had to lay on a... I don't remember what it's called. It's a tiny little ball, mm -hmm. like little squishy, full of air. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I had to like roll on it. Like, yeah, it's a good visual. Uh -huh. Like I'm like a Superman <laughs> on the ground, like roaming. <laughs> we have to film that one day, Sophia. <laughs> this is one of those things that you do. Like I would get up so early in the yeah. morning to do this and mm -hmm. I would go down to my sound booth where no one mm -hmm. in my house could hear me <laughs> exactly. and do these things. So when I had to like lay down on the ball to do the ROM, I was like, well, shit, now what am I going to do? Yeah. Because now i got to do this, like, 
I want space in my sound booth to lay down on this ball. <laughs> Everybody's going to hear me doing this stupid thing wrong. Um, that's so funny. You get over yourself, though. But yeah. So that's the solar plexus. That's three to six years. And that's your will. Mm -hmm. This is your self-worth. This right. is your, where you start to identify yourself. Mm -hmm. And so it's not too uncommon that when you're starting to peel things back, you might have a little sticking point right there because yourself may have gotten a little lost yes. in the mix of the world. Mm -hmm. So, yes, mm -hmm. the ROMs, those were difficult for me. Okay. Then, um, actually, we then skipped. So she, so sometimes she'll bounce you around. You don't mm -hmm. always do them in order. I ended up skipping, but I won't for this purpose. So the next one up is your heart mm -hmm. chakra, the fourth chakra. The sound there is yam. The heart chakra is developed between really seven and nine years old. And of course, this is love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and just the reminder that love, love energy, love energy, love is not an emotion. Mm -hmm. Love is a frequency. Mm -hmm. It is a state of being. It's it's actually who we are. It's integral to who we are. So that is the heart chakra yam. I loved yams. I didn't have a problem with those. Those were great. Um, throat chakra hum, mm -hmm. a very soothing sound mm -hmm. hum. Those were delightful to do mm -hmm. actually. Um, your throat chakra forms between 9 and 11 years old. And of course, this is about how we express ourselves in the world. Mm -hmm. And so um, how we express ourselves in the world is also how we control our environment. Are the blowers an I issue? Know. Slightly. Okay. <laughs> the, guard, the landscapers are expressing them. Speaking of noise and sounds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll roll with it now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the throat chakra is hum, mm -hmm. um, and this is your throat is really kind of like your gateway. This starts yep. to this is your gateway. It starts to go up to the the ethereal side. So whereas like the we say lower, but yeah. not lower in the sense of it being less than, just directional. Right. Yes. Um, your your lower chakras are kind of rooted into the earth, into the ground, mm -hmm. into that. And then when you get to your throat, it starts. That's where it starts to open up to mm -hmm. the ethereal kind mm -hmm. of winged, punctured yes. area. Yes. So throat is the gateway to mm -hmm. that. Um, and then third eye is om. Mm. So chanting om. And this is the I am. Mm -hmm. Just I am that I am. Mm -hmm. Letting go of the ego. And this is, you know, the spot where it is, what do I have to offer the world? What am right. I here to, to give? Mm -hmm. um, so that's om. And then your seventh one is your crown chakra, which is this one right here. And the sound for this one is ka. It's an explosive sound. Yeah. And it's actually meant to, to be that way, so it kind of like blows the top off. Right, but also like it makes so much sense because with clear quartz or your crown chakra or the sound ka, it's about getting the clutter out yes. of your mind, out of your body, out of your soul. Like just clear it all out. Mm -hmm. Ah, right? Exactly. It just makes so much sense. Yes, and it yeah. feels very uh, powerful to do, yes. the ka. Mm -hmm. it's, a very, it's a very powerful sound to do. Right. Right. Um, so each one of those, so you would do those, you know, I mean, I did some of them longer than others. I did the throat chakra a long time. Mm -hmm. She made me do the solar plexus one longer than I wanted to. Right. <laughs> but I should probably actually even go back to it because I don't think I mm -hmm. fully got that all the way out. Although, this is where your crystals come into play, mm -hmm. actually. So I, I did the whole line, you know, mm -hmm. the whole line. And then... So I kind of finished up the work, which is fine. You can always go back to them and redo. And then sometimes mm -hmm. she'll have you do, she has some of them related to each other. So sometimes you'll do like a, a hum-rom mm -hmm. or a, yeah, to, to work out a connection. Because there can be connections between Absolutely. your chakras. Yep. So mm -hmm. 
I had this like insight and a connection between my throat chakra and my solar plexus chakra mm -hmm. when I was doing a meditation one day. I had this profound kind of insight. Mm -hmm. Called Marin, told her, and she was like, oh my gosh, you have to do, what would it be? Hum Rams, mm -hmm. right? So I'm doing the Hum Rams again. This was a good solid year, right? Hold on one second. Yes. It's the real world. Landscapers. Anyway, go ahead. Um, so I had to go back and do humrams. Mm -hmm. So when I texted Marin, I had this major insight, like epiphany kind of thing. And again, it's what do you do with it? Mm -hmm. So she was like, go back and do humrams. Mm -hmm. So she sent me a specific you know, recording of the humrams to go back. And immediately I started doing them. I'm like, oh, shit, the roms, I forgot. Like, these are so hard and I can't make the sound. And it just, they're hard. They're mm -hmm. hard for me because clearly I have some kind of block there, right? right? And Whereas so, somebody else might be like, the sacral one is hard. Yes. And you blew through that. Exactly. But for you, it's this solar plexus thing. Yeah. yeah. For me, that solar plexus had me knotted up. So we did the crystal workshop mm -hmm. with you. I, I wasn't even thinking about this when, when you had the workshop. I was mm -hmm. just interested. So we come back, we have our bag of crystals <laughs> that we got from that, which was awesome. And the next time I sat down, I was like, oh, I was getting ready to sit down to do my meditation and to mm -hmm. do my hum rams. And I was like, oh, I should go get those crystals because, you know, associate them with the, with the chakras. Mm -hmm. And I'll just hold my, you know, the crystal associated with the solar yeah. plexus and the one associated with the throat. And it was wild. Wow. Because I started doing those things. And at one point, I legit was like, where is that sound coming from? and it was coming from me. Mm -hmm. It was so strong. It, it was like that I had, you know, I've been working on it clearly. Yeah. So I was getting a little stronger, right. a little stronger. But that crystal, like just bringing it into my practice. I mean, that's so amazing that you were able to have that experience, right? Because we talk about those things and even in the workshop, right? Yeah. It's, you know, we were talking about the fact that you can pull in a crystal to help amplify an energy, but also amplify an intention, mm -hmm. right? And it could be subtle or it could be really like right there. Mm -hmm. And you had this magical moment where the work and then the crystal and then you doing the work with the crystal yeah. and, and it, it was, shifted. It shifted. It was a combination of all the things, mm -hmm. right? Like the first time I did the ROMs, I didn't have the insight mm -hmm. that I got later about what I was blocked up with my, with my solar plexus and yep. my throat. Honestly, it was a, it was a double situation. Then when I had the insight, so then I get the insight mm -hmm. through a, a lot of meditation mm -hmm. um, and a really good guided meditation is actually what got me there. So then I have that insight. So it's like I had all these tools yeah. all of a sudden to bring together, right? right? I had the right. chanting, I had the meditation, I had the insight, I had the crystal. Right. And you just kind of bring it all together. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was an incredible moment. Yeah. I was, I will admit this yeah. Lulu girl was a little like, yeah. I don't know about crystals. Like they're pretty. Right but I don't know how to use them and I don't right. really know what they're for and what's the point and da da da. But when I did it, I was like, okay, mm -hmm. that. And the other thing too is like, if you place them on your body, um, if it like pops off or rolls off is also a sign that, okay, it's good, it's done. Oh, really? Yeah. So I've, I've had that kind of thing happen too, where like the crystal is actually communicating with you. Really? Mm -hmm. So you lay down just mm -hmm. on a flat surface and yep. just lay it down. Like on a yoga mat. Mm -hmm. Yeah or on your bed or you know something like that and you could be meditating or you know focusing on one chakra or multiple chakras mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden like, the crystal just rolls off or moves or and you're like wow what wow. Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. it's really interesting and again it it's like that's what we're talking about in terms of woo woo right yes. and 
it's so personal to your own experience, to your own energy, mm -hmm. um, and it's all about whatever works for you, Absolutely. really. Um, yes. You know, but being a soul seeker or just, you know, the, the thing that I also heard um, recently was, you know, when we're kind of starting out on this spiritual journey or this work of self-mastery, right, or really understanding um, our authentic self, um, there are a couple of people that I'm following right now where I'm just like, man, they are just so on the money, mm -hmm. right? And a lot of it is about this toxic culture that we're in that's always triggering us, right? Yeah. And it rewards the wrong things, right? It rewards you altering who you are authentically to be in this toxic culture, to, yeah. to have people like you, to have people, to have a sense of belonging. or So you're constantly changing yourself in order to fit into this toxic culture which keeps changing and rewarding you in different ways mm -hmm. and again it's getting away from where you really are or who you are right and so when we talk about these different tools of bringing them in and really just doing the inner work to say all right hey no more noise right, right? I'm just gonna tune into who I am that's the that is the energy that needs to be in the world mm -hmm. and that work is always changing and shifting because our culture is not designed at this point in time. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but this this heart center, this heart energy, this love energy, is that's the thing that we need to keep connecting to mm -hmm. and, and bringing out into the world. Yes. Right? Yeah, I think that's the great transformer. That's kind of the activating ingredient yeah. to help people really make transformation right if if, right. if you feel that love is absent and mm -hmm. I said this in um, an episode about letting go mm -hmm. and why letting go doesn't work mm -hmm. I really don't believe there's any such thing as letting go mm -hmm. because energy doesn't go away mm -hmm. it just changes shape right and so you know for me you know going through my divorce that was a big mm -hmm. part of that for me mm -hmm. and it sounds counterintuitive that I could not move forward in my divorce mm -hmm. until I felt clear of negative, um, unloving energy, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I needed to get to a place where it was rooted in love, mm -hmm. where it was really, where I could say, there is love here. Mm -hmm. It's not the type of love mm -hmm. that I need for a marriage, and it's not the type of love that my ex-husband needed for a marriage, so right. it, wasn't, it wasn't compatible love right. anymore. Right. And we couldn't transform that right. into what we both wanted. Mm -hmm. And so it was completed, yeah. you know, it, it transformed now into a different kind of love and right. a different kind of relationship. But, right. but which so, you're fortunate yes, about. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Not everyone can Not do that. Not everybody can do and that. And it takes two people yes. to really, to really do that. And so, you know, absolutely commend you on that because the flip side is too, which I think is why a lot of people are fearful of doing any of this kind of work because what are, what happens what with happens? the change or mm -hmm. what happens when I am showing up in the world as my authentic self yeah. because people are still, you know, they're going to take shots at you mm -hmm. or it could be your ex-husband who now can't, and I'm not saying this is your experience, but, it, you know, in other people's experiences, they don't want to have the nasty ex-husband. Right. And they don't want to be the person to be the catalyst for that change to deal with the nasty ex-husband. Right. So it's a lot of sacrificing who you are in order to be in this toxic relationship until one day 
magically something or someone will come along to help you change this relationship. When yeah. at the end of the day, no one's coming along. Nobody's coming. No one's knocking on the door. No. Um, it, the work needs to be your work and it needs to be your decision, right? And let the chips fall where they fall. Right, exactly, exactly. And that's, you know, I think where people talk about integrity and standing in your own integrity. Right. And, you know, keeping your side of the road clean and trying to do your work. Yeah. And, that's really at the end of the day all yeah. we can do. Right. And you are one million percent correct that I'm very lucky mm -hmm. that I had someone who right. could meet me in a healthy place right. to move through that yeah. life transition. Yeah, but it still takes work. It still takes work. Yep. It wasn't always easy. Right. It wasn't always beautiful. Right. It was hard. Um, yeah. But it is interesting because it all comes back down to yeah. how, how do you how do you get love in there? How mm -hmm. you know how do you um, allow yourself to surrender to it mm -hmm. and let it show you what it needs to show mm -hmm. you. And I think sometimes people are fearful that love will make them too soft right. or it won't allow them to stand up to when they need to stand up or mm -hmm. that love is what makes them a people pleaser. Right. And that's not what, that's not yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And also like decisions in your life too. Like I recently learned this where decisions that I made along the way, whatever those decisions were, they weren't always out of alignment right? It was more about, I should do this because, or this will help me this way or that mm. way. I wasn't running it through, does this align with who I am? Does it align with my values? Mm -hmm. And if I go and I look, and it's not to say like, you know, let's beat ourselves up, right? Because we're, no. we're forgiving ourselves and loving ourselves yeah. and sending all of that, you know, back into the light to, you know, be transmuted into love. That's yeah. how I've think about these things um, in terms of previous decisions or the path, when I got off my path, yeah, right? It was usually because I was not in alignment. I didn't even know what that was. Correct, <laughs> right, you probably hadn't right? even defined it for yourself. What does it mean? And yeah. I was doing what society or what conditioning or what I thought was the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't running it through this filter of, well, is this the right thing for me? Right. And once you start doing that, everything or little things might have to change. Yeah. And who are those people that are globbing onto your energy and being that energy vampire? Yes. That has to change. It does, you have to mend your energy. If it's fences. not in alignment, it's gotta mm -hmm. change. Um, and so by doing the, this inner work, those things are gonna come up, those changes are gonna be made, but holy moly, there's a lot of good stuff on the other side once you do that. So much good right? stuff, absolutely. So yeah. much good stuff. And yeah. you brought up a good point about alignment that I just kind of want to put a tag on because yeah. you'd said that about, um, it didn't feel aligned with me. I didn't even really know what was aligned mm -hmm. for me. I think that's where sometimes people can get a little scared about, um, you know, what what is my filter and how do I know if my filter is the right filter? and. And I think this is, you know, not to go down the, yeah. the religion, organized religion rabbit hole, but, you know, I'm very grateful for having been brought up in an organized religion because mm -hmm. to me it gave a, it gave, gave a good first half of life container. Mm -hmm. I don't really fall in the organized religion camp anymore, mm -hmm. but I do think that people get scared about, will I have to abandon my faith or will I have to abandon my religion mm -hmm. to start to do this kind of work? And I, I really don't. To me, the answer is no, mm -hmm. it's all the same. It's all pointing right. exactly to the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And so the criticism I can I hear sometimes from um, from my Catholic upbringing, yeah. so the, the critic that I hear chirping in my ear when mm -hmm. I start to do this stuff is, 
who do you think that you are mm -hmm. to come up with your own filter? Right. Who do you think you are to know what the proper alignment is? Right. Just let the church tell you what the proper alignment mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. And so I do think that there's a lot of work to be done. That's a whole piece of work to really identify yeah. what is your filter mm -hmm. and where is that coming from? And how do you make sure that that is truly plugged in to this place of love mm -hmm. and not ego? Mm -hmm. It's so, that is important right. because, you know, ego alignment mm -hmm. is still alignment. That's right. But it's not going to be the alignment that's Right. That's the, the one that's going to elevate everyone and yourself. And that's, that's not right. the one that connects you in. That's right. It really has to be this love alignment, the, mm -hmm. the, the, the heart, divine, the, the heart, heart alignment. alignment. Mm -hmm. So call it God alignment. Call it and your religion alignment. Yeah. But just be, you know, just know that there are two different kinds of alignment. Right. You know, there's right. ego alignment and then there's love alignment. Right. And how do you know the difference is where it gets sticky mm -hmm. and, and you really need to make sure to spend some time there. Yeah, for sure. That's a whole other other episode. episode it sure is <laughs> yes ego versus heart i know right yeah. yeah and same thing with you know like mind versus like of course you can, yeah it's probably the same thing yeah right? yeah right like which one are you gonna let lead yeah. the dance yeah but i think you know the sooner that we all learn that it's just all about oneness right, right. so it's like you call it god some people call it source another person yep. might call it christ um, Buddha. Buddha. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the list goes on. Yep. But at the end of the day, nobody is different. We're all atoms floating in the same mm -hmm. freaking universe, mm -hmm. right? Um, and yeah, so. Yeah. And we're using, as we're using woo -woo as we can imperfect get. human language <laughs> to try to talk about it all, right? Yes, so exactly. it's, it's hard to put, yes. But it is pretty, it's all very fascinating to me. It really is. I mean, I love all of this stuff so yeah. much. And there's so much to talk about and other yeah. people to bring in. Yes, indeed. But I do just want to give a quick yeah, plug because I get feel like all the points? we did. I just want to give, um, if anyone is interested mm -hmm. in really diving into the vocal um, chakra work, like, yes. like that I did with Marin, yep. she does have an online class and I feel obliged to, mm -hmm. to plug it, I guess, although yep. I, it's not really a plug, but this is her work. So. Yeah. Um, vocaltransformation.com is where she is. It's vocal-transformation.com. Mm -hmm. Her name is Marin Azoff. She has an online course, and when I looked today on her website, she's launching it um, again this fall. So Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so it's good timing for anybody yeah. who might be interested. I know she does want to dive work. deeper into mm -hmm. that, yeah. Or right. if somebody wanted to have just a session of somebody doing the work on them, Yes. Um, we can definitely put in a link and information about use the archetype. Because I need that. That's me. Hello. Right <laughs> we here. Want, we want all the woo-woo. Sign and me up all the things. for that, please. Yes. As soon as you told me about it, I was like, wait, what? He does what? Yes. yes. Yeah. That's I what know. I want. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. All right. Well, I have so, to go shopping for my crystals because yeah. I have misplaced my bag of crystals somewhere. Oh, man. Yeah. And all of my movings about. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened to them. So I'm going to go shopping here at Kahlo and get a whole new... I'm going to take a nap with my crystals while she shops, and uh, I'll see you in the real world. That's right.